Fierce listeners, we are on number five of our quick Q&A here. All right. Yeah, here we, we go. We got a good question that we want to conquer today with all of y'all. So. <laughs> so not Southern. I know. I know. So one burning question that some someone sent via, I believe this is Instagram, uh, marriage slash, slash sex life after a baby. Let me repeat that. <laughs> marriage or sex life after a baby. Whew. Yeah. So, so what does your life look like after having a baby? And more importantly, what does your yeah. sex life look like after having a baby? So let's paint the picture here. Uh, everyone who's had a kid knows this. If you haven't had a kid yet and you plan on having kids, um, A, awesome. Kids are a blessing. B, um, it does have a bit of a learning curve, but it all ends up <laughs> in, um, I think, our, our better betterment <laughs> as people. Yes. So the picture is, you know, you just had a baby. Uh, the baby is obviously needing special care, special mm-hmm. attention, um, because it's a baby <laughs> and right. not a full-grown kid or adult. <laughs> and also, after having a child, why don't you say something about, you know, just physically the toll that it takes. Right. If if we're talking, obviously, about a, a biological baby, physically, you've you've been, as a woman, you've carried this baby for 10 months, and you are now not two as one anymore. You are two people. And so the baby's obviously learning to adapt. You're learning to wait, adapt. Wait, not two as one anymore? What do you mean? Oh, the baby, the kid. Okay. Yeah. The kid is out of the womb. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay. You and your husband are still two as one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Just try to keep up. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. It's hard. But yeah, there's, I mean, it's kind of a, I feel like it's this crossing that you, it's this rite of passage that you go through and it's not easy and it is beautiful and awesome and hard. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's good. And physically, there's just some mechanics that you got to wait for to get kind of right. back in the saddle, so to speak. I got to use that phrase, that phrasing. That's always the best one. Uh, so obviously having a child coming through the birth canal mm-hmm. does leave some uh, awake. Uh, there's a wake in the child's mm. arrival. Mm-hmm. That is just, you know, you take some time to heal. And the doctors will say typically six weeks mm-hmm. is about how long it should take to, to heal. So in that six weeks... There, it's different than, say, the after that six weeks, right? So in that six weeks, sex is functionally impossible, right? Without pain, without further, right. you know, without Depending further causing on, bleeding. on your body, that. yep, and the, the, the journey of healing there. But there are other options that you can explore as a married couple. And Yeah, so I, and, and that's, I think, obvious. To, I mean, that not obvious, but you can, you can explore those options right. as a married couple. What I want to say is to husbands, this is not a time to be selfish. This is not a time <laughs> for you to get frustrated and indignant towards your wife. It's a time for you to a recognize that she needs your, um, your humble servant like service more than ever, meaning that you're just serving her and helping her, um, and knowing that she's gone through this labor and that she needs help healing and she's adjusting to life as a mother. Yes. It's a season where you need to help and be strong and brave and all these things. Mm -hmm. That's the first part. The second part is you you need to communicate with Mm. her. Okay. So a lot of times you can, we can just kind of go into our, a deep, dark place and we just say, Oh, she's no longer available. So I'm going to figure it out on my own, which depending on how, you know, depending on your past, Mm. It can lead you down a, a series of bad behaviors and habit-forming behaviors, namely pornography, namely mm-hmm. um, satisfying yourself in a way that is not, in, you know, in in a way that's not glorifying to God and all these different things. Right. And you're not talking to your spouse through that, and it creates issues down the line. Right. So 
that doesn't mean you have to starve yourself for six weeks. Right. You can talk to your spouse and figure things out, I think is what right. you were saying. And talk about it even before the pregnancy, if you can, or not before, yes. the, pre- before the birth point. and delivery. You know, Try to get a plan in place and understand the frequency of when you need to be intimate physically mm. and how that can look after having a baby and mm. understand that as a woman, as a, a mom and a wife, you have, there's a lot of pressures happening there. There's a lot of hormones that are going to have to settle yeah. down as well. So just understand there's an adjustment time. There's an adjustment period. Give yourself right. grace. Give your spouse grace. Have a plan. Don't be so rigid about it, but have a, a loose plan of how you can maintain intimacy uh, without actually having intercourse, if that makes sense. Wow. And Good. So that's the first kind mm-hmm. of stage i'll say that yeah. first six to eight weeks when you're figuring it out now from eight weeks on you have a new person in the house and they are going to start moving eight around weeks in the give house. or take <laughs> i <laughs> would take. say well, six to eight weeks yeah but you have this other little individual if not multiple in little kids in the house and so you're having to figure out how do we maintain a healthy intimate life so we're not being disconnected mm-hmm. uh after this right. new reality hits right and so for that to that we say obviously you have to you have to kind of be innovative. You have to discern. You have to talk, talk, talk mm-hmm. through everything. But in general, in our in our experience, we've just recognized naps are a gift from God. Right. Take advantage of the nap time. Even though you may mm-hmm. find yourself being tired as a mom or even if you've gone out and done stuff with the kids right. as a family, you know, just take advantage of that nap time. It really is, you know, building that intimacy and that mm. unity. And even if it feels more functional, um, then you know that. passionate yes talk through that mm-hmm. communicate through that and understand you know mm-hmm. recognize the opportunities steal those minutes and moments together yeah uh, one of the things that we've recognized in the past is that you know 15 to 20 minutes of sl- extra sleep at night or extra nap time as adults because sometimes when you're tired you want to take a nap with the kid because we always say rest when the baby's resting mm-hmm. um but like at night it's that 15 or 20 minutes won't make or break your marriage, won't make or break your day, but 15, 20 minutes of connecting with each other could mm-hmm. have a very significant impact on the health of your unity, on the health of your marriage, Absolutely. your intimate life. So naps are a gift, meaning the naps the kids take, steal the minutes and moments together. Yeah, recognize those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one thing that we have done in the past and, you know, for better, for worse, we've uh, used the screen time as a tool uh, to be able to mm-hmm. allow our kids to sit and watch a show or something that will kind of distract them and keep them safe uh, while we go entertain ourselves. Win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Win-win win um, all around. Now, yeah, granted, you'd be wise about that, yeah, of course. Yeah, you have to have and some discernment and wisdom. It's Yeah, it's not hours on end. We're very you know f- frugal in how we frame screen time. and I think we tend to overcorrect on stuff like this where you think, oh, screens are terrible, so my kids can never watch anything and they can only read classical literature <laughs> and we're just going to deal with it because that's our pride. Well, that's overcorrecting, all right? Screens are not, they're not going to raise your child, but right. you can watch your child, you can let your child watch uh, a show that's right. not violent or whatever. Right. There's t- they're Inter- tools. And it's not going to ruin them. There's education. There's so, lots of people there. have gone out of their way to make awesome shows mm-hmm. for little kids to learn lots of things. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I just want to throw this one in here is invest in finding and hiring a good babysitter mm-hmm. um, at least once a month, if yeah. not twice a month mm-hmm. to give you time to 
to actually connect over a period of hours as mm-hmm. opposed to a period of minutes. So, you know, actually hiring someone to care, ask a, a grandparent to come in and or a friend. Get something regular yeah, on the calendar. Yeah, get something regular on the calendar. That's very important and vital for your ongoing health and adjusting to this new normal. Right. And you'll find your rhythms. You yep. just got to be able to talk through it and try things and then go with what works. Give yourself grace. Give be, each other grace. And be disciplined enough to stick to what works and make it a priority. Yep. All right. So hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. Um, we're right in the thick of it, people. We're right in the thick of it. We just had our third daughter, and she's about 10 weeks old right now. So we're, we're working it out with three daughters. Yep. And, um, it's you good know, times. It's, it wasn't always easy, but it's getting easier. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thanks for listening. And uh, as usual, we'll be back in a few days with a regular episode of the Fierce Marriage Podcast and a Q&A shortly after that. Until next time. Stay fierce. Stay fierce.